A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online. And built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H E L P. The Race for the Ring, episode 131 Love is in the Stars with psychic and intuitive reader and celebrity makeup artist. Chris Lanston. Welcome to the Race for the Ring, the podcast about dating and embracing self-love and inner confidence. I'm your host, Mindy Barnett. I'm an entrepreneur, two-time author, keynote speaker, television contributor, and soon-to-be psychotherapist. Since re-entering the dating world after my divorce, I found dating life eye-opening. In an age of online swiping and in-person meetups, I found the world of love and lust has been a confusing place to be. So each week, we will chat with a different dating king or queen, socialite, or relationship expert and explore the many facets of dating today and come up with our clear plan on how to find the finest fish in the sea. Ready, set, go! Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Race for the Ring. Um, Today is the day after Valentine's Day. And I, like some of you listening, am single and do not have a Valentine to send me flowers. Although my 11-year-old son actually door dashed some flowers to me, which was super sweet. Um, (laughs) No chocolates came my way. No diamonds, no pearls. But it's okay. All is well. But what annoyed me, I have to say, is there's two suitors that are in my life that also chose not to do anything of the above. And so they're both getting shown the door. But <laughs> so I was in rare form to interview our psychic guest today to see what he saw for my future. If things are going to, the tide's changing, if things are going to get better in the love life, uh, you know, arena, so to speak. And he's awesome, this guy. Um, let me tell you a little bit about him. His name is Chris Lanston. He is a celebrity makeup artist, TV personality, entertainment correspondent, and a psychic and intuitive reader. Now, I first met Chris not not long ago, actually, through a mutual friend that we both have at Bella Magazine when I was seeking out a tarot card reader for my birthday party. And um, my producer, Danielle, and I both met him. And we knew at that moment we had to have him on this show. So all of you can get to know him too. He recently went public with his psychic intuitive abilities. He felt until um, recent months that he needed to sort of keep that under uh, lock and key um, because he didn't think that many people would be accepting of that, but they are. It's very trending now, like so many other things. So he's able to share his wealth of knowledge with all of us. He's also knowledgeable in astrology 
angel numbers and pretty much everything and anything in between. So in this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about what it is to be an intuitive, get into some of the meat and potatoes of astrology and horoscopes and aligning signs and if there's any truth to that and what's important to know. And he shares a lot of insight of things I didn't really even know about. So it was really cool. He does a mini reading from me at the end. And I just can't wait to share my dear friend, Chris, with all of you. Hi, Chris. Welcome to the Race for the Ring. Hi, thanks for having me. Of course. So we met through a mutual friend of ours, um, Vanessa, over at Bella Magazine that I work with a lot. Love, love, love. And you are a team member of Bella, and you're also a psychic. So let's talk a little bit about, first of all, your your day job. Let's share a little bit about what you do. It's super exciting in of itself. And then how you really came to realize you had this additional um, intuitive power, if you will. Yeah. Okay. Well. First and foremost, I'm mostly known as a celebrity makeup artist. I've been in the industry since, well, 1993 is when I first started doing makeup. Uh, I would say professionally, full force, probably uh, 20 years in, but it's been almost 30 mm-hmm. years. So I first started as a makeup artist in a, a makeup counter in the mall. And uh, I, Really? Which one and where? Which line? I was from, I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina. So mm-hmm. I... Started out in fragrance. Uh, I can't remember. It was either Belks or Dillard's. It was one of those stores. I was going to say it was a Dillard's because maybe that's a southern it's, small it's de- like, yes, department it, store. It definitely yeah. is. So it was one of those. And back in the South in the early nineties, there was no male makeup artist that I can oh, remember. Oh yeah, I'm sure not. Yeah. So I they put me in a um, a fragrance counter, which is still technically cosmetics. So one day there was a girl that wanted a. But she needed a 15-minute break, and I was the only one that could give her her break. So I went to relieve her for for that. And while she was gone, a lady walked in, and she wanted her makeup done. Now, I had never done anyone's makeup, but I've been an artist my whole life. Like, I understood color and theory and common sense, really. Uh, And this was before all the Kardashian, yes, slay makeup. This was back (laughs) in the 90s. We didn't have a lot of makeup brands. I believe it was probably a Lancome counter. Um, cause back then it was either Clinique, Lancome, Estee Lauder and something else, but no, okay. not even a Mac back then from where I was. Mm-hmm. So I did her makeup and she loved it. Turns out she was a talent agent and said she was looking for a makeup artist to work with her company. Would I be interested? I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. So she left her card and, um, one thing led to another, and that's how it all started. So in Charlotte, North Carolina, there's not a whole lot you can do, but I did what I could. I did, you know, Fox News and uh, casters and the NASCAR wives, and um, then I worked in television a little bit. I did um, the pilot and the um, first season of Dawson's Creek, and that was probably the biggest thing I did there. And after that, that's I just, so fun. Yeah. Did you love it? I yeah. did, but I realized I didn't like film and TV makeup. That's not my favorite. I'd rather okay. do fashion editorial. Because it's so heavy and because of the lights. Oh. And- well, it's very particular. Back then, it was before high definition came out. 
now it's really it's very crucial now because they can see every little brush stroke yeah. on your face. Yeah. But back then it wasn't as uh, crucial. Uh, it was just more consistency that you had to pay attention to. So let's say you went in Monday morning at 5 a.m. and they filmed a scene and then Thursday afternoon at 3 o'clock they need to refilm that same scene. They need continuity oh, there. Oh, I see. That had to be exactly the same. Mm-hmm. So it looked like I get that. Yeah. 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 So after yeah. that, it was just not my favorite thing. And I, w- I couldn't be creative. Yeah. So I moved away to South Beach, Florida. I lived there for a while. And then after that, I had an opportunity to move to New York City or Los Angeles. So I chose New York because L.A. was sort of similar to Miami with the palm trees and beaches. And I chose <laughs> I chose New York. And um, that's I've been here since 2008. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's when my daughter was born. So that's 14 oh. years, mm-hmm. I guess. Right? Yeah, I'm a, yeah. I'm, I've been in New Yorker for quite a while now. That's awesome. Okay, so how about this, the psychic experience? How did that come into play? Well, Were you doing someone's makeup one day and then they had someone talking to you? Well, or how did it work? That always happens, actually. Um, however, Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> however, I was, I was born psychic. So and every psychic is going to have their uh, way of doing things. Everybody's intuitive. Like everybody has a gut feeling. Everybody is intuitive. You know, just because I'm psychic doesn't mean that I'm better than a person with intuition. It's just mine are heightened. And there's, I call them the four clairs. Now, clair just means clear. So I'm more clairaudient. So I have clear hearing of spirit. There's clairvoyant, which is clear seeing. Clairsentinence, which is clear sensing. And then claircognance, which is just clear knowing. I, can, I have all of them, but clear clairvoyant is probably my least. I don't see spirit often, probably because I would judge them for coming to me, looking like they look. <laughs> I'm very, I'm very judgy. Yeah. I'm a Virgo. I'm very judgy. <laughs> yeah, they probably don't want. Yeah, they probably don't want you to like critique their like appearance and probably their, not their makeup or <laughs> non makeup or wrinkles or right. whatever. And yeah, I would be the one to do it because Virgos always see the flaws first in things before they see, just so they can make it better. That's just the habit of Virgo. But I was always psychic, mm-hmm. and I just thought everyone could do this when I was a child, and I was like, oh, did you hear that? Did you see that? And like what are you talking about? And I got really self-conscious with it and just sort of suppressed it. Um, but I do come from a line of psychics in my family. So my mom, uh, before she passed, she had extreme ESP. She, that's what they called it back then, extrasensory perception. Mm-hmm. So she just knew things. Like she would know who was calling before they called. Uh, she's wow. had some outer body experiences before and all that. And my grandmother, ah was uh i'll say quote unquote labeled a witch <laughs> not really but was she she well you know she would point her because probably back then it was scarier well, now i yeah. feel it's more common it's more... not common accepted i guess yeah I it's more say. accepted or trendy at least now everyone's yeah what everybody wants yeah. to be in the coven right you're either right you either are bloodline coven or you're not um but she would right. point her finger and it would it would you know things would uh, curses i guess they would say i don't know if that's true or not i'm not really sure but her name was sybil so it does sound very witchy right oh wow it does sound witchy (laughs) but yeah so that's how i grew up Um, not that we were in the coven nothing like that at all it was very um they were you know they claimed to be christian i guess i mean i guess they were i'm not religious at all i'm not saying Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter or i don't care what you believe in as long as you're a good person or a bad person Mm -hmm. just be you and that's really what we're here to do is just express ourselves in human bodies. 
But yeah, mm-hmm. I was born psychic, so I've always been psychic. So back to your point, yes, I do hear conversation with spirit when I'm doing people's makeup. And I just decided one day to come out with it. And uh, I told... What was this hat? Can you tell us the like the, the story, like quick snippet of, of that? Well, like of what, how it was received and what the message was, if uh, you remember? Well, there was... It's usually when it's every anyone that I do, I can hear and pick up on that. It's not just one specific person, but I remember while doing makeup and the entertainment world is very um, peculiar and it's, you know, it can be a lot of things uh, going on. We've all heard conspiracies. We've all heard some things and, you know, we know, you know, you never know what's true or what's not true. Um, mm-hmm. So just working with certain people, let's say that are um, a well-known status and um, listening to them talk or not talk, I'll sort of sense some sort of energy about them. I'll, I'll sense a heartache. I'll sense um, a passion. I'll sense something. And of course, everyone mm-hmm. has spirit guides. So their guides are always going to protect them. Mine are going to protect me. And it's just, I'm not going to hear information unless I'm supposed to hear it. You know, I, I just can't like right. tap into someone's mind and just invade it. You know, that's, right. then, you know, that would be, I would be abusing my own abilities to do that. So, but sometimes, yeah, it's, it's very curious when you, when you hear them speak and you feel something different from them and then you hear something completely different and uh, it, it can be very entertaining or it can be sometimes just distracting depending on my mood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Shut up. I don't want to. <laughs> they think you're schizophrenic yeah. or something. Or you're having like, these audible um, hallucinations. Yeah. And that's why I didn't, really, aud- I didn't want yeah. to come out with it because it's, it's some people don't perceive this well. Uh, some people don't know how to perceive it. Some people think it's make believe and that's fine if they think that's their business, not mine. Um, I yeah. know that what I hear is real. I know the information that I get is the truth. What I know what I'm getting is what I'm hearing. So that's what I relay to everybody. Uh, so it can go, you know, all kinds of ways, not just working with clients, just even going on first dates sometimes for me can be pretty hard because, you know, they say every first date's about impressing someone anyway. It's usually interviews. So by the time I'm finished, I'm like, that's not exactly what I was feeling from this person. And they were saying this, but I'm hearing something else. And I just kind of like, hmm, okay. But I don't really want to call them out on it because I'd have mm-hmm. to open up about what I can do. And then that yeah, can scare them yeah. off. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Totally. I guess you like kind of like can kind of gauge yeah. with your intuition perhaps yeah. <laughs> how open someone might be mm-hmm. to the information. Have you ever shared anything? I'm just curious. You don't have to name names of celebrities or whomever. Um, any like exciting news that something that like rocked them or maybe hardship um, that they weren't aware of or kind of spared yeah. them some heartache maybe? Yeah, I've... I. And again, I, I probably can't talk about which celebrities just because I have had to sign a lot of other things too. No, I'm and, not asking you to name drop. But, yeah, definitely don't do yes, that. Yeah. I have predicted um, uh, pregnancies with some of them. Uh, I've predicted um, breakups or uh, not just breakups, but um, meeting people. Uh, now, again, everybody has free will. And this is just what I'm getting at the time for people when I get it in that moment. And they can always change it with their own free will, right? If I say, yeah, I'm seeing yeah, you go left. Yeah, because it's choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I say go left yeah. and they're like, oh, I'm just going to go right. 
well, okay, that's yeah. going to have a different outcome. So don't get mad at right. me because uh, Prince Charming didn't come. I said, go left. You took a right. <laughs> so Right, right. <laughs> so things like that, I predicted with, you know, we're talking about celebrity clients, uh, predicted, you know, movie roles or um, things like that, that. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, probably left. They probably left your chair happy when they you shared did. That. And they're, usually, they're pretty open to things like that. If, you know, or entertainers or artists, anyway. So they're usually pretty open to all that. And plus, you know, uh, the Hollywood scene can be quite odd, anyway. So it doesn't. Get, I fit it right is a in. little odd. I yeah, right in yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have liked that industry. I don't think if I if back in the day, like when I say back in the day, I mean, when I was a little girl. Yeah. I wanted to be an actress and singer mm-hmm. and dancer. Probably like everybody else that thinks they have a triple thread. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I would, it's so cutthroat and it's weird. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you know. But oh, it is. I'm also creative, so I could, yeah, yeah. Um. All right. So, how did you get into what do you do with the site? I know like your day job, quote unquote, your main mm-hmm. thrust is the makeup artistry, which is incredible and so, so talented in thank, that lane. Certainly. Thank, thank you. What if you, you're welcome. Other than my shindig, I have shared <laughs> with everybody. I had a birthday party to kick off my last year in my forties. Um, just sort of impromptu that I decided to do, um, at my house with some of my close girlfriends that live in South Jersey, um, which is where I hosted the event, um, as opposed to my group of friends in New York, which we'll do, uh, probably a, a, an encore yeah. at some point in, when the weather turns better. Um, at any rate, you came and we did tarot card reading, mm-hmm. which was really, really cool. Yeah. So do you do that sort of thing a lot in your non-existent downtime? Like, what are you doing at the psychic other than maybe like doing readings as they come to you for your clients? Are you doing anything in the business space with that? Um, well, I just came out publicly as psychic, even though I've been that my whole life. I just kept it hidden because i didn't know how people would perceive it and like we were talking about earlier mm-hmm. now it's very trendy now it's very everybody's open to it but that's another reason i didn't want to come up because i didn't want to look like that whole cliche of oh look what i can do i can also do this and i can also read right. tarot cards technically anyone can read tarot cards they just have to shuffle them and see what comes out anyone yeah. can do it it's just okay fine but a real intuitive or psychic I can also pick up on the energy of the card or just with the person as well. Like I don't have to be in person to read for people. I can do that over the phone or however they choose to do it. Um, just the energy of the card and what's on the card. I always like to look at what's on the card too and, and feel and see what I hear uh, with that as well. Um, but I'm also starting to do more of that now. I, I just like helping people. I like giving people clarity. I like helping people on their paths. It makes me feel good. Makeup obviously makes me feel good with people too because they get to look good. Yeah, it's hand in hand. They feel yeah. good about how they look. Yeah. And, and yeah, and yeah, totally. With celebrities, it was very, they're just kind of used to the makeup and they just kind of know it's there and it's part of their life and they're just used to being pampered and it's, it's, second nature to them but usually when i do psychic stuff for them it's different because they take more of that because it's very personal makeup to them is just a a job they have to do and maintain you know the way they look that's just part of their job uh the personal part of me giving them a reading is um means a lot to me too but i also like reading for people that aren't famous and um i like doing i just like helping people if i can Mm -hmm. But, so how do you read the non-famous people? Do you like well, do people um, seek you out now? 
It's always been word of mouth so far. I haven't yeah. really done anything huge publicly or PR with it, but I am starting to do um, astrology and telescopes with Bella Magazine. We talked about them earlier. I'm going to start doing uh-huh. that. I have one. The first one's coming out in the March issue. Uh, I, oh, cool. I, okay. I do for each sign, and Bella has uh, that magazine is the influencer issue. So, that okay. particular topic and that horoscope is how each side influences others or how they have influence on others. So that's Oh, what, that's so cool. Yeah. So, okay. That's a great segue because I wanted to get into some of the mm-hmm. zodiac signs. Okay. But before we get to that, I have just a follow-up question with the tarot cards. You don't only you don't have to always use them though, right? You don't you just you hear No, yeah, I, right. We just did that for my event, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I don't always yeah. have to have them. I like the the feeling and the hands-on, I guess, of shuffling cards, because I like the art of the cards. Yeah, um, yeah. Clear audiently, I don't have to have them. I can just go by the intuition, uh, or what I hear, or however I get mm-hmm. the information. Uh, sometimes mm-hmm. I'll hear songs. It doesn't, it just, I get it however I songs? get it. Some, really? Sometimes, yeah. Okay. Right. So, okay. Um, cool. like right now, I'm just hearing what a girl wants, what a girl needs. Um Oh, that's so funny. I like that song. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, Christina Aguilera. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Christina that's Aguilera. appropriate for me given my, my Valentine's Day was just yeah. so <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe that was for you then. Uh, you know, I like Christina Aguilera too, so maybe that was for me. I don't know. Maybe you do. She's awesome. Yeah. She's so talented. Yeah, she oh, is. Oh, God. Such a beautiful voice. Okay. All right. So go moving on to the Zodiac signs. Mm-hmm. So I have to tell you, I... I read my horoscope when I, it's in front of me. I don't mm-hmm. seek it out every day. Like, and I don't, people ask me randomly sometimes, like, what's your sign? Like, mm-hmm. who are you compatible with? Like, is there truth to that? Let's, can you dive into I, a little bit about that myths and truths, if you will, of zodiac signs and compatibility? I love that you brought that up because I have been okay. dying to talk about how that actually works. Okay. First, in simple terms, to answer your question, is that a myth? Is it true? I'm going to say maybe, maybe not. It's not really. Here's what people are reading. They're reading their sun sign. Okay. So you have to break down Mm -hmm. things in your chart, your birth chart and your planets and the houses. And that's what makes people compatible. So your sun sign is just your ego. That is what you are at the core. Okay. So you take that. And then you have your rising sign. Now, your rising sign is what you look like and how people perceive you. Then you have your moon sign, which is your emotions internally and what you're like when nobody is around. Those are your main three, your sun, moon, and rising. It's important to look at all of those signs if you're going to read your horoscope. So let's say you take your Aquarius. So let's say that's your, your sun sign Aquarius. Let's say it says you meet someone in there, maybe a cancer. Okay. So you mm-hmm. look at that. Mm-hmm. Cancers are very emotional. They're very, um, sensitive. Aquariuses are more like free spirit. Don't tell me what to do. I'm not going to be held down and all that stuff. Is that a good match? Totally. It, yeah. It doesn't yeah. necessarily sound like it would and be. Cancer's my daughter. And right. I like you're just described yeah. her to a oh. Okay. It would be like, <laughs> Go ahead. It, right. It, that wouldn't be ideal for like a romantic part. Right. But then what is that person's rising side? 
or their moon sign, maybe that's more compatible with your sun or with your rising or moon. So those are things you have to look at also. And then you have like your other outer planets, like your Mars. Your Mars is your aggression and your passion. That's the red planet. So whatever you have, you have to take each zodiac sign in their meaning. Aries is aggression, dominance, power. That's what the energy of Aries is. So let's say your sun sign is that. That is what you are at the core. But let's say your rising sign is Aries. You look like an aggressive person to others. And let's say your Aries, your moon is in Aries. You have very aggressive emotions that you don't let out. It all is different on how it's placed. But the energy of that sign is what it is. So Mm -hmm. your Jupiter is what's expanded. And that's why you annoy people the most about you. I have a Jupiter in Aries. So I annoy people with my truth, my aggression, my directness, and that's just how I am. And that can be overwhelming to some people, but that's just what it is. I have a Mars. That's good to know yeah. too, right? Like I feel like yeah, it's because you can it's... sort of like be um, aware if mm-hmm. you're in certain parties yeah. that may not be receptive to that. Like not to be not your authentic self, but to sort of like meet them where they are too a little mm-hmm. bit, right? You have to meet people where they are, absolutely, because everybody's on different paths at different times. Don't try to force a belief. Let's say astrology. We'll talk about that. Don't try to force that on them because they not, they may not be ready for that. What's compatible mm-hmm. is really your energy and your patience and what you want. So when people say, accept me for as I am, you have to do that 100% as if they would never change. So if you take a person and they are a procrastinator, take that as that's the way they would be forever and not, are you okay with that? Would you be okay with that? Don't take it in the moment and say, well, I'm sure I can change them. You cannot. No one can change anybody. Only they can change them. And sometimes people just don't change. So when you accept people as they are, would you want to date that person as a procrastinator? for the rest of your time, you know? So that okay. things you have to look That's at. That's good advice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, How do you find out your other signs? Like, I don't know what my sun and my moon is. Well, the best way to do that would just go to, like, a birth chart. Uh, you can Google um, free birth chart. It'll come up, and you just put your... Um, your time of birth. It's important to know your time of birth because... It's to where the stars, I know it. all that stuff was. A, it's I call that your spiritual DNA. We have our physical DNA from our parents, but then there's your spiritual DNA, which really will never change either. Because you can't once you're born, that's kind of stamped in the spirit. That's the time you came out to this world. So you have to know where you were born, like what city and what state, what time you were born, and and then it calculates it for you, and then it gives mm-hmm. you um, all that information. So that's how you figure that out. And it's, yeah, it would be fun to, it's fun to look it up. It'll, it'll have details in there too about it, but it's just something that you're gonna have to take time to look at because every planet's going to have its way of things. Your Venus is how you are loved, how you express love. So there's that like Neptune and Uranus are the far out planets. And it has more to do with the psyche, the psychic stuff, the unseen stuff. And then, you know, your, the Saturn is what restricts you. Whatever's in your Saturn, I have cancer in Saturn, so I'm restricted with emotional stuff. I'm not really sensitive. I'm just direct and say it as it is. I'm restricted uh-huh. with, like, being sensitive. 
I can be. Would you be able to do that for me, girl? Does it take a long time? I'm just curious. If it does, we can move on. Well, birth charts charts can take a long time. If I knew what your placements were, then, and I'll do it for you sometime. Maybe, obviously not right now. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm curious what the other in there stuff. Yeah. Well, it's also, it's also, it's also important to know what your, your nodes are, your North and your South node. So your North node is what you came in this lifetime to learn and achieve. And your South node is what you've accumulated from other past lifetimes. If you believe in that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I do too. Yeah. I think to some degree. Yeah. I think that's cool. Okay. All right. That's really, really cool. All right. So we have a few minutes left. Okay. Um, I wanted you to do for the, for the enjoyment of me and also our listeners. Yeah. Can you see if you feel anything? I know you hear that song for me today. Mm-hmm. Anything coming to mind? And we're talking about romantic stuff or just in general? Yeah, you can talk about romantic stuff. It's the day after Valentine's Day. Okay. So I don't, this is going to come out probably next week i'm guessing so it'll okay whatever it's relevant uh let's see what i'm hearing or feeling right now with you and your energy right now is um well i'm, I'm seeing the image of the two of swords card for they're showing me that now the two of swords mm-hmm. card is more like communication and that is either miscommunication or over communication for some reason that's what i'm getting with something i don't know if it's romantic or something in your life right now but it's miscommunication or over communication it's one or the other there's got to be some mm-hmm. sort of balance or some kind of middle ground with communication somewhere the communication is a law and it's either over communicating with something or not communicating enough that's the first thing that popped up in my mind i'm not communicating enough okay 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 well. <laughs> i think i know what it is okay. all right go ahead okay anything else so there's that okay. um let me see anything else um I just heard if you build it, they will come. So, I mean, I'm not saying you have to go out and build something. But, what am I building? But building I know, can... the love boat. <laughs> well, okay, that's fine. Building a Remember love that boat. show? But, I just dated myself. But building with, I love that but show. I like the love boat. Um, building. I loved it. It was such a good show. Building would just be taking action. Okay. If you take action, they will come. That's what it, that would mean. If you build it, they'll come. Meaning. I don't think you're okay. going to be out there with hammer and nails building things. And if you no, are, please let me know. Saying. I want to see that. <laughs> but taking make action. Make an effort, I suppose. Yeah, make it, I'm, and I'm not saying you procrastinate. Oh, like, okay, you know what? Because you're Aquarius, kind of like, don't tell me what to do. I'm going to do it my way or whatever. I'm hearing kind of don't give in to anything, but kind of see things in another perspective and um, take action that way for something is what I'm hearing for you. Okay. Now, Do you have a timetable, like I mean, in terms of like when I might meet someone um, that I actually I'm hearing, like? <laughs> um, I'm hearing something okay. something around April, the month of April. Oh, you said that to me before. Did I? Oh, okay. okay. See, when I do reading... That's good. No, that's good. Okay. I, I, I forgot. I, guess that's I totally forgot. But Great. now that you said that... That's confirmed. And how about a, a name or an, an initial? Anything pop into your head? I keep getting that P sound, like the last time we... Um, we did it. Okay. Um, no, again, it doesn't... Uh, that's significant somehow. Something with P. Yeah. Okay. Um, it, what I mean, I'm not going to start shouting out names, but something with that. It could be first, last name, um, middle. I don't know, but predominantly. Uh, but April on a P. Okay. Definitely the April. Um, the P. I'm I'm seeing a lowercase P, which means it could be um, 
not as important. No, if it was a cap, if I'm seeing capital P, that would be like it's really relevant. This lowercase uh-huh. p is not that relevant, but it, it something along those lines will be in there. Maybe they're from Philadelphia. It could be. It could be a state, even or a city. Yeah, that would be a lowercase p. Um, well, I mean, that could be. I'm just seeing lowercase, meaning that to me, that okay. just means it's not that important. Important. Yeah. So I'm not going to be like meeting people and they don't have their name with like Peter Patrick Hall. Right. Peter Pan yeah. Patrick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. All three Maybe they'll just be at a bar eating a pickle. Who knows? That could be that. That could be that lowercase P. I like pickles. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> I like pickle juice too. I'm like weird. I love pickle juice. I used to juice. drink it from the jar. Same, same. You did? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they sell it down the market. Yeah. Yeah, my parents used to scream at me when I was little. I used to like chug it down. Oh, I'm from the South. We did that. <laughs> all the time. I was like, you're gonna get a stomach ache. There's all like spices in there. I'm like, it's so good. <laughs> it's so I love weird. It. I am. I know. Do you ever have fried pickles? So we all I do it. have I love You're from North Carolina, right. I would think so. Yes. I I used to love them and mm-hmm. when I lived in Louisiana, that was like a staple. Yeah, I love fried pickles. Um do you like the the chips or the the wedges? The chips, yeah. And I would we dip them in ranch yeah, dressing. And I know that sounds completely disgusting, no, but it was so I'm delicious. All about it. <laughs> I know. And then catfish, did you eat that? Um, I've had catfish before. It wasn't my favorite thing because back in the south, everything is fried. <laughs> everything, everything. Is I gained ten pounds when I lived in yeah, that, down there. I, that's why I, I used to eat like chicken fried chicken and mac and cheese and mashed potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> I Hush love. puppies and oh. go to the catfish bait or fry the cat fry the, oh, the church. The nostalgia <laughs> you're giving me. <laughs> I know I'm hungry. I already ate lunch. I'm gonna eat like another one now. <laughs> well, they always have cracker barrel. Do you have that um, there? Yeah, in the you south. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, oh, I do. you know. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I've been yeah, there. It's like a poor man's yeah, southern food. The fried okra was amazing. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, this was lo- so much fun. Tell everybody how they can find you, Chris, and if they want to book with you and like all that good stuff. Sure. Uh, if you want to look uh, for me on the psychic um, profession. Yeah, psychic and then makeup. So psych- you can maybe get both. Okay. So the psychic information can be found at Chris Lanston on Instagram. And you could just direct message me there. Or if you're looking for the makeup work that I've done, or if you just want to book me in makeup, it's Lanston Makeup. And that's on Instagram as well. And it's the same way. Um, I have an agency, so don't book me through there, obviously, or you'll be paying a lot of money for that. (laughs) Just direct message me for that. And then uh, that's how you can find me. Okay, sounds great. I wish I could have had your makeup services today. I have a TV segment later. I have to fix you my face. You always look good from what I've seen so far. Oh, I barely have any on today. <laughs> yeah, You still look good. But thank you. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thanks for being here. Appreciate you. I appreciate you, I'll actually. keep my eyes open for P in April. I'll reach back to Definitely you. Definitely April, but let's not worry too much about the P. And I'll do your makeup someday if you want. Okay. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Race for the Ring. Today's episode was produced and edited by Danielle Gordon. I appreciate your ear and insight. And if you like today's episode, please write us a review. They can make or break a good podcast. Be sure to check out my latest book, You Don't Need to Be a Bitch to Be a Boss. It's on Amazon and anywhere and everywhere books are sold. And be sure to say hi to me on Instagram. I'm at Mindy.Barnett. See you next week. Bye.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.